You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 20 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. And we are lucky that we're not in Texas this week. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Holy shit. It's been quite a week. Dude, the video of people lining up in a park to get water out of a spigot? Unbelievable. And somebody somebody tweeted, this is not the third world. This is the United States of America. And you know what? It is the third world. It is now. the third world. It this is, the is third a third world, world country. Dude, I I mean, it didn't take actually this. Um, pre-pandemic, when I was going back and forth to New York on the train, you pull out of this train station in Baltimore. Yeah. And you go through these neighborhoods. I guess it's in North Baltimore. I mean, my goodness, my goodness, these are places that are horrible. This is Vacant lots, buildings half falling down, boarded up buildings, people living in these in these in this situation. This is these are third world conditions. Think I've about- lived in I've lived in what we call the third world, and and these are third world conditions. This is Think like about- neighborhoods this of Cairo. Is but this is not new. Think no, about, nothing new. Think, nothing think new. about the response to Hurricane Katrina, which right. is 15 years ago. Right. I mean, New Orleans was underwater and the government was MIA. Right. And again, it's no accident that it is communities of color right. that tend to suffer uh, more when these things happen. Right. Right. So why? I mean- I, I I don't know why anybody is is surprised by it. I mean, nobody, you know, like, nobody's friend, surprised. Nobody's, nobody's surprised. surprised. I've got friends in Houston. I've got friends in Austin. I have friends in Dallas. Family in Dallas. Reluctantly, they are they're very yeah. excited. They're moving back to Georgia. Uh, and um, look, they had a rough time. Where did but, they go? Did they stay at home? No, no, they 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 were able to stay. My my sister in law's pipes froze, but they didn't burst. Um, friends in Austin were freezing, but they were able to stay in in their homes. Um, my, my uncle, friend, friends my, in my, Houston were also freezing, but were able. But like, think about all those people who were driven from their homes, bursting pipes. Yeah, it affected many people of. Color who had no place to go, had no means, couldn't check into the Ritz, you know. Well, my my uncle who is 88, 89, yeah, uh, he you know can't really get around that well anymore. They they live in Dallas, his wife is a lot younger than he is, and they had to evacuate their house because it was freezing. They lost power in Dallas, in like a very Tony neighborhood in Dallas. And fortunately, she works at a hotel chain. Like that's what I didn't she know your uncle had a had a trophy wife. He he does. He has trophy children too. I think you knew this because his trophy children are only slightly older than my children. <laughs> right. So he's got a son who just graduated college, and he's got a daughter who is a junior in college, like Jordan. Wow. Now the amazing thing about this, my this is my father's brother. Okay. Right. 
So think about it. My father's brother got married for the second time two weeks before I did. <laughs> now his son, they came from their honeymoon to your wedding. They no, uh, they came for the honeymoon to Israel. Yeah, we got married in Israel. <laughs> yeah, they were, right. They were there, but the daughter, yeah, who was born in two thousand. Okay, so so your uncle was like 70, 68, was, 70 yeah, when his yeah. daughter was born. Exactly. So, wow. So she was born in 2000. Get this. Her father was born in the 20th century, and her grandfather was born in the 19th century. Wow. My grandfather was born in 1896 Dude, or 1894. I, I, I don't, I can't, after Mia was born and I was 40, yeah, you I was like, that's it. There's no way. Like, I had forgotten, you know, there was three years difference between Maddie and Mia. I had forgotten about like projectile spit up. I mean, like all these things. I was like, holy crap. I Can you imagine doing that at 68? I don't think he was a real hands-on father. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, she's an incredible mother. I mean, she's awesome. Joy, my aunt. Um, and the kids are great. They're really cool. And they like my kids. And I don't think I know anybody with a trophy wife. Now it's your uncle. And she's a. I mean, I know people who've awesome. had second marriages and third marriages. No, and so I wouldn't so call. Her, I wouldn't call her a trophy wife. She's, not a she's awesome. She's right. a, a very accomplished uh, executive in uh-huh. in the hospitality world, and she's. What's the age difference between the two of them? It's like twenty years, more. I think. Um, so she was in her like mid forties. No, I think mid she to late forties when they got married. I think she was younger. So wow, maybe a twenty-five-year difference. I don't know. I don't ask. I don't walk around asking. And he could manage. Nice. You know, he was a player back in the day, apparently. Okay. But um, anyway, we digress. Right, we're talking about. We, we, we totally digress. digress. Like absurdly but, digress. But it's fine. I think I that was one of the weirdest digressions we've had. No, that's totally untrue. That was a very weird digression. But okay. I don't, I don't think so. We went I, from like because people it has of color suffering they, to your uncle and his trophy wife and kids. But they live in Dallas, so it's, not, Dallas. Okay, right. it's okay. not a huge uh, – right. okay. anyway. But this is a big week for the Amen Corner um, because – I mean, it's – This two, week is, the, is a gift to the Amen Well, Corner. yeah, it's a gift that keeps giving because two of the people on our list of assholes have been in the news. And you know what? It's almost unfair because a lot of the people on our list of assholes are in the news a lot. No, but this week was special. This week was special. It was really special. And I think as long as we're talking about Texas, we have to start with Ted Cruz. Fled Ted. Ted fled. Ted, Ted Cruz. C-R-U-I-S-E. <laughs> Flying fly Ted. Flying Ted. Flying ah! Ted. Man, he is the biggest piece of shit. Oh, my God. Such- He's like, fuck it. I'm leaving. He's like, it's cold. It's cold. We're going to Cancun. We're going to Cancun. And then he gets called out. He's like, oh, yeah, my, it's my kid's fault. So, oh, my God. I mean, oh, and I was only going to make sure that they were okay. But, of course, he was booked on a flight, a return so, flight on Saturday. So, he wasn't so going for 24 hours. Let's, let's slow this down and, oh, and, so and, like, revi- and revisit. Can I just tell you, though, why I'm so exercised about this? If you because remember you go back. To no, no. I haven't been to Cancun. My if you remember back to the 2016 cycle, I was actually more focused on Ted Cruz than I was on Donald Trump. And like, I had this fixation on what a fucking asshole Ted Cruz was. And I just like, the guy makes my skin crawl. He's an asshole in every which way. Yeah. And now that, so I'm, I'm like excited. I'm excited. Very excited. 
he's always been an asshole, but now I think everybody sees that he's an asshole. And I mean, you know, you, you said that you were more focused on him in 2016. And of course, he has presidential aspirations. And I think it was Mia asked me, she's like, do you think he could ever be president? And I'm always now after 2016, I'm never going to say no, nobody can, this person right. can never be president. But I do have to say that Ted Cruz is pretty universally hated. Hated? But I he mean, keeps winning elections. Somehow, okay, in Texas, he keeps winning elections, but will that translate into he can win nationally? Now, there are some. There's, there's a constitutional issue, too. There's a question whether right, he can actually whatever, run. Because he was born in Canada. Yeah, he's I don't think he's in the USA, not in think, the USA. I don't think he can run. But I don't think he can run. There are so many quotes about Ted Cruz this week, and and one of my favorites is one of his colleagues, uh, in Congress, has said, and this is not he didn't say it this week, but they you know they pulled up this quote. Yeah. There are two kinds of people in this world: people who hate Ted Cruz. And Ted Cruz. <laughs> Wasn't that Al Franken who said that? No, no. Al Franken said... Al Franken had a great line about Ted His line was, I... Hold on. I'll tell you exactly what it was. We also need to talk about Heidi Cruz because yeah, she's deeply implicated in this. Al Franken said, here's the thing you have to understand about Ted Cruz. I like Ted Cruz mo more than most of my other colleagues like Ted Cruz. And I hate Ted Cruz. <laughs> so he was, I actually caught Al Franken on TV. He's like in the process of reemerging. Yeah. And he was on to talk about Ted Cruz. So, so Ted Cruz, his state is, people are literally freezing to death in to his death. state. To death. They're and freezing to death. And he decides that this is a good time to take his family because they're cold. They're cold. To vacation in Cancun. Right. Now, I understand the impulse to get your family out of a bad situation sure. and to go Absolutely. away if you have the means to do so. Right. However, as a senator from that state, you have to understand instinctively that the optics of this are going to be bad. And then, like, there are people on the right who say, well, you know, really, what can a senator do? Maybe it's actually limited, but he ran for re-election yeah. in large part on how deeply involved he was in relief for Hurricane Harvey. And he, like, led the relief effort for but, Hurricane but, Harvey. But again, it's so disingenuous for people to say, well, what can he really do? Is he supposed to go out and, you know, unfreeze the pipes with a blowtorch? Which is what no, ben, but he can hand out water to people. He can do health checks. He can coordinate he can, something with state he, and federal authorities. Exactly. He can call he the White House. He can, he is, right, he's a senator. He's a senator. There is plenty of things he can do. There's he only a hundred of those in the whole country. He's he a can, powerful dude. He can actually go and see how his constituents need help and come up with solutions for them specifically because he like you just said has access to the levers of power he has his hands on the levers of power he is a senator like you said there are 100 of them in the country he is a powerful person and powerful people can get things done because they have power but how is it how is it that AOC managed to raise a million dollars for people in texas this past week and she's going down there she is a congresswoman from queens and the bronx 
Dude. But and of course, people like Ben Shapiro are going to yell, "Oh, she's just doing this for for the cameras." And this but is you could, attention seeking. You could book the Ritz for three oh nine a night in Cancun, dude. How could we miss the deal? And then, and then, this person, Ted uh, Ted Cruz, blamed his children for it's so bad. We're going it's on so vacation. Bad. It's so bad. He said, you- well, my kids begged me and at the last minute, and all I was doing was taking them down there and I was going to spend the night and turn around. Two lies. Two turned lies. Out, turned out that he was actually lying. Huh. Twice. Lying Ted Cruz lied. He and Heidi cooked oh this whole God. thing up with their tech, with, with their, their neighbors. What? Their neighbors who, uh, so gross. She calls, the, the group is called The Lovelies. Oh my god! Meanwhile, one of the lovelies clearly doesn't like Heidi Cruz because how did the texts? How did they? How did the media get Something get a hold of the text? Yeah. Anyway, so Don't two lies. They cooked it up, and then he was booked from Wednesday through yeah, Saturday. Just, he was no, not okay. supposed to come back I on Thursday, was, but he he said he was. Oh, I was only going to make sure there. What well, what could possibly be the problem with them flying down? She, Heidi and two teen. Uh, they're like preteens. They're like my kids' age, maybe a little bit younger. Something like that. Uh, Lauren, Maddie, and Mia could fly to Cancun without me. I have to say, I'll bet you, you could probably talk to your daughters beforehand and they could fly by themselves. I, 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 no doubt. No doubt. In fact, they've been asking like, oh, can we go to Nanan and Papa's house and we'll fly by ourselves? I was like, what's yeah. wrong with flying with me? Yeah. Anyway. So, um, and also, if you saw the pictures of him with that suitcase. He, he was, was not going overnight. That was not a 24-hour suitcase. <laughs> it's definitely not. No. I mean, you go for 24 hours, you just throw a backpack. Like He's a lying Throw sack. another pair of boxers in your backpack, a toothbrush, you're ready to go. That's and all you need, 24 and hours. judging from what he looked like when he was flying down there, he was not overly concerned with his attire. <laughs> the Washington so, Post. I hate to shame people, but the Washington Post had like this really funny line about it, uh, the frumpy dad, half zip and everything. Oh, man. Ted Cruz yeah. is just – he's just gross in – Every way. He's so, got this unctuous way about him when he speaks on the Senate floor. He's a him. despicable human being. He throws his kids under the bus. Let's not Man, forget. Everything about him is an asshole. His, his father told him that he was Jesus Christ. He believed it. It's like horrible. Let's not, let's not forget that he also incited people oh, to, right. to riot the Capitol. I mean, he come ins- on. So, He's an inciter of mission. All in like five or six weeks, he has incited the overthrow of the constitutional order of the United States. And when his fellow Texans were, as you point out correctly, freezing to death, he's like, yo, I got to get a margarita in Cancun. Bye. And then when he gets caught, blames his his two minor children. Blames his minor children. Yeah, Ted Cruz. So bad. Piece of shit. But here's the thing. vote for this guy. Here's the thing. Yeah. He won't resign for this. He won't resign. He won't lose his job. And and we talked about Al Franken a few minutes ago. Al Franken ha- some pictures were uncovered that he then uh, of him where he was stealing a kiss from a sleeping woman years before he became a senator. And what did Al Franken do in response? He resigned. He resigned. Why? He apologized and he resigned. And he went Why? into like Hibernation. Yeah. yeah, political exile. Why? Because his party demanded it of him. Right. 
and and this is what I want to talk about. It's not that we hold Democrats to a different standard. It's that Democrats hold themselves to a standard. Right, right. There's no and standard in the Republican Party. Don't have a standard. No, there's They're, no bottom. No, because all they care about is power. Is power. Right. So why would anybody willingly give up power? But they don't even pretend to have a standard of behavior. They can't pretend because all of that went out the window when they brought in Donald Trump as president, who has zero standards of behavior. But they can explain away everything. And like you earlier said, people on the right were explaining, were trying to make excuses for Ted Cruz that, oh, he really couldn't have done anything. By the way, so he might as well have just gone on. Did you see the, the statement his spokesperson put out? It was on Twitter. It was the train wreck of train wrecks. What was it? Oh my, it, it's, it, I, it can't even describe. She's like, I don't understand. All these people complain. They, they don't like Ted Cruz. And then Ted Cruz disappears. And all they want is Ted Cruz. You see, America wants Ted Cruz. It was so nuts. She's like, what, Ted Cruz? He can't, he, if he needs, he needs to rest and he needs relaxation too. Otherwise he's going to have a power outage, yeah. but he's, cause he's so tirelessly working on behalf of the people right. of Texas. Exactly. He needs to recharge his batteries sure. like Texas does right now. Sure. It is, we'll put it on, up on the Amen Corner uh, Facebook page. It is the most but, despicable. It's yeah. a train wreck on top of train wrecks. But let's talk about this because Republicans don't resign. No, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Nope. Is she resigning? Nope. No. Lauren Hubbard, who who oh participated in Com- a congressional hearing this week by yeah. a video with yeah. guns piled up behind her. Yeah, Holy like, shit. like it was her bookcase. It was like an arsenal. Like, right. right. Like all these people, because they want, you know, room rated or rate them 10, they like make their bookshelves really pretty and so on right. and so forth. She put like two AR-15s, a shotgun, handguns, and so on. one of the funniest tweets was like, "I bet she hasn't read any of those guns." Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But but here's the thing: they don't have to. Their constituents don't demand no. that they resign for shit like this because this is what they want them to do. Exactly. It's amazing that none that Republicans are uninterested in actually governing. No, they're there to own the libs. That's what it is. That's what it's, it's all about. It. It's they're part Bobert's of it. constituents. Ah, fuck yeah! Look at all those guns behind. I bet it really pissed off the libs. But it, it's it's there are a couple of things that I was thinking about this week. Like Democrats feel that they that they are obligated to their constituents to behave a certain way because Democratic voters vote people into office because they believe in them and they are there to serve the public. But somebody like Ted Cruz, he's not interested in public service. He he is there to serve the interests of the rich people who got him into power in the first place. That's exactly and, right. I mean, he doesn't own, have to worry about his constituents as long as the donors right. to the PACs that give him money continue are, to do so. continue to give him money. And the, only, the only interest he really has other than maintaining power is imposing his warped worldview on the rest of us. That's, right. That's really the only platform that they have. So, and again, you can point to one of our favorite people, Mitch McConnell, who was willing to tolerate the destruction of our, of our democracy just so he could get his judges appointed, just so we could cut taxes. 
So if you get those two things, hey, man, have at it. We don't care what else goes on. Welcome to the modern Republican Party. But that's what it is. And now we see, and people in Texas are seeing this firsthand. Well, they're dying as a result. This is a result of those policies. Right. Of a lack of interest in governing. Rick Perry. Saying, oh, I'm sure Texans would be willing to freeze to death if it meant that they didn't have to be regulated from Washington. Yeah, he said said, uh, Texans would be willing to go without power for three days in order to keep the federal government out of Texas for the fair. And it's really nice of him to speak for the millions of people who are freezing and who don't have electricity. Uh, It's really nice of him to do that. Because Jeez. I'm quite sure that if you interview the people on the ground, they might have a different a different attitude about it. it, it you know, how is it, Texas has produced two of the dumbest politicians, uh, Rick Perry and Louis Gohmert. I mean, Rick Perry is is genuinely dumber than a bucket of rocks. But it, but again, if you can, this is about managing upward, right? It's not about managing down. Well, look, here's you can the convince the people who are going to help get you in power, that you will do their bidding, then they will support you. Texas is this kind of Petri dish of crazy kind of, you know, deregulation, gun culture, don't mess with Texas, this crazy independent. uh, And it's all a myth, right? It's all a total myth. But they've enacted some of these things that have really come back and harmed Texas. I mean... Texas has not been connected to the grid for right. any other state for a very, very long time. And they tout the fact that, well, you know, we control our thing. And that means we're going to, you know, Texans can keep the energy, the price of energy very, very low. So what has happened? One. Oh, and then they did have a problem with winter storms in 2011. It was recommended that they winterize and so on and so forth. But so there was no incentive to do it. But that costs money. That costs money. And we need to keep the price of energy low. Right. Because it's and more profit. People are, right. So now this is what happens. No winterization. You can't buy energy from other states, states because right, you're not right. connected to them. You're not on the grid. Then yep. massive underinvestment in the winterization. And people are dying. And then you have morons like Rick Perry saying stupid things about, oh, they're willing to shiver in the cold for – uh, for low uh, yeah. uh, energy prices. And Greg Abbott, who's going to politicize this thing and saying, oh, it's really the problem of windmills and solar, yes. which okay. is not true. Then, then to add insult to injury, because the demand for electricity is so high, it's been so deregulated, people are getting slapped with energy bills yeah. for thousands of dollars. Yeah. Thousands yeah. of dollars. So Texas is – and so what I was thinking about this week was – all these tech bros who are like, I'm sick of California. California sucks. California's ungovernable, blah, 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 blah. You know, and there's some truth to that. There's some truth to the fact that California is ungovernable and California's crazy and so on and so forth. I have friends in the Bay Area who will tell you that it's wonderful to live there, but it's a crazy, crazy place. But all these guys are like, Texas is where it is at. It's liberty and we can do business and so on and so forth. Good luck. Good luck with that. Good luck, bros. But, but, but as you, you said, you know, um, the governor, who it was Governor Abbott who blamed, Abbott. This, who, who, who blamed this on the windmills, right. right? And to me, there's nothing more cynical and disingenuous than politicize 
Well, not only to politicize it, but to say, like, this is what you would get if the Green New Deal was enacted. It's like, how come windmills don't seem to be freezing anywhere else? Not in Northern Europe, not in Greenland. I'm exactly going to say Northern Europe, where it gets considerably colder. And they're out in the water. But you you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the people in the middle of the country who, when they were dying from COVID, dying of COVID, still maintain that it was a hoax. Right. On their deathbeds, they are... They are they're getting intubated and they're like, why they're are you wearing dying. PPE? It's just a cold. I mean, and how fucking brainwashed and stupid do you have to be that your last thoughts on Earth are, I still think this is a hoax. It's it. They were actually brain dead before they were dead. But I mean, That's the only explanation insane. here. It's insane. And that leads me... To our to the next thing, uh-huh. because how did all of these people get so brain dead? And that leads us to the second person this week from our list of people we hate or people assholes. I mean, this is you know the asshole of the week forever. This week marks the death of Rush Limbaugh, the patron <laughs> saint of assholes. <laughs> And what upon hearing it, like within 10 seconds, I picked up my phone and I texted you and I wrote, Limbaugh is dead, exclamation mark. And I'm not embarrassed to say this. Limbaugh is dead, exclamation mark. Yay, exclamation mark. And what did I respond? How did I respond? Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, I got to get back to it. You're a ding dong. The witch is dead. <laughs> now onto Trump, McConnell and all. So here's. I who- hope it was painful. You know, I'm sorry. Somebody, I'm a terrible human, but I, you know, as somebody who has suffered from cancer, yeah. I I said two things. One, I'm only sorry that he didn't die sooner and that he didn't suffer more. <laughs> there was now, lots of that. People are saying there were rabbis who were saying, you know, I prefer not to oh say anything God. at all. And and then you have people like Carolyn Glick who said oh. that he's an angel <laughs> while alive. Which is repugnant. She's repugnant. She's, she's a awful. horrible human being. So here's my here's what I want to talk about for a couple yeah. minutes. After he died, you had people like you and me who were celebrating his death because hey, an evil person who has helped to destroy the democracy in this country is dead. I mean, genuinely an evil, I mean, evil terrible evil. person. And you then, can have philosophical differences with all kinds of people. Right. He was an Evil, terrible, misogynist, homophobe, racist. Name it. Name I mean, it. every terrible thing. And Everything. he glorified it. He glorified it. He reveled in it. It wasn't just about owning lips. He believed these things. He, he It was oh, yeah. so horrible. So, so on the one hand, you have people like us who are like, yes. And on the other hand, well, there are three hands even, because then you have people who are praising him. But then you have people who are saying, we shouldn't speak ill of the dead. I well, let's talk about this for a minute. Not speaking ill of the dead. Why fuck, not? Fuck that. Why not? I don't, I don't understand where that comes if from. If they are like an asshole in life, you could say, gee, that guy's dead. What I mean, a fucking asshole. Seriously. We're not going to miss him. Does I'm death, okay with that. Does death confer upon people some 
you know, magic ability to ex- to expunge all of their sins that they that they did when they were alive. Oh my if God, they were a piece of shit and were alive while alive, let's say they were a piece of shit. Like it's okay to talk yeah, about the, the leading edge, the leading edge of the mania that has gripped half of this country. Yeah, by telling them lies, reveling in hate. He's the Godfather. He's the Godfather of all this. He is the creator of right-wing talk radio, which is insane, beyond yeah. insane. And it was insane before OAN and Newsmax. All, all go back to Rush Limbaugh. He was an asshole. A horrible, terrible person. Just because he died doesn't mean I shouldn't say that he exactly. was. He's no less horrible now that he's dead. The only thing is he can no longer hurt us. Right. While he's dead. But, but his legacy is going to continue yeah, to hurt us for generations. Exactly. exactly. So, because so even, even more though, reason to say, to to explicate what a fuck he was in yeah, life. Yeah, he really, and, and, and even though he's gone, you know, that space will be filled by the next. Oh, of course. Household. Well, it's been somebody filled. Humanity. Sure. But somebody else is always going to come along. There are always going to be bad people who put bad ideas into gullible people's heads. And he, again, let's just let's just acknowledge that just because a bad person is dead does not mean we can't call him out as a bad person. Right. So this, I think this this means that here at the Amen Corner, and yeah. our staff has been working hard on this, yeah. is that we need to update update the people we hate list. Yeah. And we need to move Rush, who was not actually in the Pantheon. No, he, he was, was close right, to the Pantheon. He was on the cusp. He was on the cusp of the Pantheon, yeah. but now he is going to be moved into the, the emeritus section, the emeritus section yeah. which doesn't mean he's formally an asshole. It means he's formally he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's like dead. Sheldon, Stone Cold Sheldon dead. Sheldon Adelson, along with Shelly Adelson. Yeah. Right. He's also on that list of dead. So asshole. now he's emeritus. You know, somebody, somebody I was talking to this week said something about, oh, well, now that Sheldon Adelson is gone, like at least there's that. I'm like, yeah, the problem with that is that his wife is still alive. She controls all of his money, and she's a bigger maniac than he was. Right. That's right. So maybe his his place on that list will be replaced with her. Miriam Do we have, do we have any women on our list? Not a ton. I feel like our list is really gendered. You know what? I'm willing to put Carolyn Glick on that list. Oh, let's put Carolyn Glick on that. Yeah. You know what's really scary? Also, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, yeah, we got Miriam Adelson. Yep. Yeah, my Bob, mom was once taking the bolt bus down from New York to visit us. This was your years mom is and years not ago. going on the list. No, no. And my mom was sitting next to someone. My mom doesn't like to talk to people in you know these situations, in but general. whatever. Somehow they got into a conversation. Yeah, and the woman started talking about how you know if she's ever lonely, she'll always have Caroline Glick. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, right. wait, what? Because you know, Caroline Glick had for a while. Before she was, I don't know who she writes for regularly now, but she had this blog or whatever, and you can subscribe to it. She's and, a politician now, too, by the and way. And whatever. Um, and so the woman's saying how she always read Caroline Glick. So, you know, I don't know. She's sitting there, and like, my mom was like, mm, Stephen, who's Caroline Glick? Yeah, I was oh, like, boy. oh, my God, Caroline Glick. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at our list, and we do have a couple of women. Who do we have? Betsy DeVos. Yeah. Oh, her brother is in the news, by the way. Yeah, yeah. War dog. She's awful. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lauren. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cheryl Sandberg. Ingram. 
Laura Ingraham, right? She's not on our list. What? Carol Sandberg. Yeah, she belongs on the list. Yeah, I think that's it. But now we're gonna have. Now to we have... got Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We got Mary Madelson. Yeah. I'm adding it right now. Carolyn Glick. Carolyn Glick. Lauren Bobert. 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 Yeah. I mean, come on. Now it's going to be too female heavy. Maybe we should take Betsy DeVos off the list now that she can't hurt us anymore. Oh, but she can because her family yeah, can fund true. all these crazy right wing things. That's that's a good point. We'll and her brother Eric there. Prince. Wow. Yeah. That guy. He's just. It, but but you know who is on our list that are again just like to review. Yeah. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Um, who else from the week? Uh, Greg Abbott. He's on our list. Asshole. Ron DeSantis. He's on the list, and he's another. He's also had a big week this week. Oh, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. I mean, Neo Jim Crow man. This guy. And the Republican legislature in Florida, they want to make it a they want to make it a felony to protest that you can put people away for twenty five years or something. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. And 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 who so far has been arrested for these things? Black people. That's interesting. Yeah. What a surprise. They were, they were actually it wasn't for this. They were there was some town, and they were. And the like, the Proud Boys showed up to counter demonstrate against Black Lives Matter demonstrators, and the Black Lives Matter demonstrators were arrested for violating the noise ordinance, but the Proud Boys weren't. Is it, does that surprise you? That's no, not at all. I'm just saying. Right. And then on top of this, right. True. DeSantis and the crazies in the Repu- in the Republican controlled legislature in Florida want to pass this law saying it's. You're going to go to jail for 25 years if you pro. They're saying, "Oh, if you block traffic and so on." Yeah. And so forth. I mean, come on. Kind of what if you run somebody over with your car because that's right? Exactly. No, that, apparently that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. part of stand your ground now. I think in Florida, is that true? I think there's some effort to make that not a crime because people are feeling threatened. America, America, America. Um, and then of course coming on top of Florida, where Ron DeSantis and the legislature undermine the will of like two thirds of voters in Florida to give the vote back to felons who are right. now out of jail. There's a point their time. That's a whole episode. The, the, yeah. the, just the, the arc of racial politics and Jim Crow in this country. Yeah, Anybody who thinks that, that we've that. gotten beyond that is crazy. Not paying attention. No, they're not, definitely they're not, paying, not paying attention. attention. All right, All right so wait, can we review the list? Just for sure, our listeners. We have, you know. You know, if we want, we can go through it now. Just you want come the on. List? The, yeah, pantheon. The, list. the Pantheon is smaller. Okay, the Pantheon of Assholes. The entire Trump family. Ty, yep. Mitch McConnell and Elaine Chow, his wife. Assholes. The Koch brothers, dead Total or Total assholes, yep. And, and Rupert Murdoch. Yep, oh, definitely. Right. Now, now the, the new category of emeritus, former assholes who are now dead assholes, <laughs> Rush Limbaugh and Sheldon Adelson. Dead assholes. Yeah. And okay. now you want the list? I want the list of just, okay, you know, I just, I just, just the assholes. Added, I just, so it's going to be female heavy at the top because I just added them. Okay, Mir- fine. Miriam Adelson. Asshole. Carolyn Glick. Total asshole. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Giant asshole. 
Lauren Bobbert. Violent asshole. Betsy DeVos. Just an asshole. No, I mean, she's horrible. She's horrible. Jar- Jared Kushner. <laughs> Fucking Steve, Manu- Steve Mnuchin. Punchable Steve- face asshole. Punchable face asshole. Robert Kraft. Ah, uh, getting jacked off asshole. Lindsey Graham. Just a total fucking asshole. <laughs> Everyone who's ever played for the Boston Red Sox. You see Johnny Damon got arrested for DUI? I saw what that. an asshole. I saw that. Johnny Damon is a big Trump supporter. Yep. Every Damon. member of the Boston Celtics. Assholes. Everyone at Fox News. Total assholes. Bibi Netanyahu. An asshole. Bill Belichick. We have a great list. It's a great list. Mort Klein. Mort Klein is an asshole. Ron DeSantis. Jim Crow asshole. Yeah. Uh, Cruising Ted Cruz. It's just flying Ted Cruz. Lion, lion Ted Cruz. The the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Big business assholes. Brian Kemp, governor asshole. Oh, got blow-dried asshole. Kim Reynolds. Asshole. Greg Abbott. Fucking Texan. Yeah, well, I, I feel like we don't, have to update this. Yeah. Dan don't Patrick. mess with Texan, asshole. Dan Patrick. Another. Yes. Yeah, he's a big. I, Dan Patrick's a bigger asshole than Greg Abbott. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Uncle Fester, asshole. Uh, oh, my God. Leaking head. <laughs> Fucking dot hair. He's been dot. awfully quiet since he's been sued for a total of $5 billion. And he's no longer the president's personal attorney, or the former president's personal attorney, soon to be soon to be incarcerated ex-president's yeah. personal attorney. Mike Pence, <laughs> Jerry Falwell, mother Jr. asshole, yeah, Jerry Falwell Jr., hypocritical <laughs> asshole, so. sanctimonious asshole. Rand Paul, another sanctimonious, just asshole. a sanctimonious asshole. Fake. R- Rick Scott, ah, Tommy, he's Lawrence. a. He's a Fucking sanctimonious asshole, too. Sebastian Gorka. <laughs> a, a fraudulent asshole. Not that he's not an asshole, but he's just a fraud. And, and an I asshole. can't think of him without thinking of our, our friend. A friend, late, yes. Late uh, Michael Brooks. Michael Brooks did the best. Absolute yeah. best impression. I can only... I've been thinking about, like, how would he have reacted to everything that's going on? Oh, my God. Yeah. It would have been think creative I think and interesting. That. I think about him more than I thought I would. Again, I think really interesting, searing, and creative commentary on this. Yeah, he was a creative and interesting guy. He, he and, was up a level from, from, I mean, this is just, you know. Anyway, yeah. uh, back to our list of assholes that Michael Brooks would never be on. Um, <laughs> Rabbi Shmuley Botea. Oh, God, I forgot Rabbi was on it. Jewish asshole. Yeah. And now Kanye West, who <laughs> also is in the news this week because yes! he's getting a divorce. He's getting a divorce, yeah. Stephen Miller, who I think needs to be elevated to the Pantheon. I think he does, too. I think Steve, we got to elevate Stephen Miller to the Pantheon. I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, ben what Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Fucking nerd. I got a lot of Jews on this list. You, th- you think? The NRA people, oh. corrupt Cheryl, assholes. Cheryl Sandberg, uh, sanctimonious bullshit artist asshole, and Bill Barr. 
I mean, obviously, this is, you know, this skews towards people in the Trump administration. Well, we put it together. I mean, it was an administration of vassals. Yeah. But I like that we reviewed the list and yeah. we refreshed we it a little bit. Out of we should. Especially when people die. <laughs> Goodbye, Russ. All right. All right, we're out I here. think we're done. See you next week. Later.